You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez with you on this Thursday. And joining us now is Alex B. Smith, co-host of The Ice Guys. You can follow at the underscore Ice Guys. Also with Pro Wagering and the Hammer HQ and Edge Work Show. He's a busy guy, and I'm so excited he joins us right now to talk a little hockey. Looking at tonight's card, uh, what, what stands out to you? And then we're going to take a look at some futures, who you're high on and who you're low on. What's up, Alex? Hey, yeah, great to be on with you guys. I mean, this is, you know, the big time for hockey now. The push for the playoffs is on with about 20 to 25 games left for all the teams remaining. And the trade deadline has passed, which has been a, a busy one. We saw 70 trades in the league. So uh, a lot of fun heading up to towards the postseason. So, Alex, we, we've the, – the... The, so, so let's talk about that trading deadline. I mean, the, the Boston Bruins have been the class of the league. And how, how did they do in the trading deadline? Have they upgraded? Their, I mean, they are, the, they are the favorite to win the Cup 4-1 to one at BetMGM. You know, sometimes you're, you're almost you're convinced to bet on a favorite, but they're clearly the, the, the class of the league. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because when you have a team that's going on a historic run like Boston, you wouldn't think, well, they don't really need to do much during the trade deadline. They didn't. And I'm, and I'm glad because you'll see a team, a lot of teams, and even basketball and baseball, they'll have a great team and a great year. And then they'll kind of maybe make too many moves at the deadline trying to you know, perfect everything, and then it kind of disrupts the chemistry. And that's the thing you have to look at with a lot of these teams. But Boston, they did it the right way. They added Garnet Hathaway and Dimitri Orlov from the Washington Capitals. We've seen both these guys uh, already produce, especially Orlov, uh, as far as scoring goes, the first few games with Boston. So this team, as strong as they've been and as great of a season they've had all year, they just got stronger. And now they seem to have four Full solid lines that can roll on the front end, a solid back end, and, of course, two great goalies with Lena Fulmark having a career year and Jeremy Swayman looking great as a backup as well. When you take a look at the Eastern Conference, Alex, where is their value? I know you're high on the Bruins. They are the favorites to win it at plus 240 at BetMGM. Where else might you be looking for a little bit of value? Well, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, when you're looking at these big prices, obviously with with futures, nesting, you want to try and catch value now, see where a team could advance. There's really not much value lurking around the East, honestly. I think it's the you know the top dogs are, are there for a reason. When you start looking at, of course, Boston, but also uh, taking a look at the New Jersey Devils, a team that's uh, had a hot run. They were forty to one <laughs> to win the Cup at the beginning of the year. Nobody saw this coming, and they go on this hot run. Now all of a sudden they're wow. ten to one. I think they have some live value. I like the moves that they made uh, from the trade deadline, adding Curtis Lazar 
and uh, Timo Meyer to that front end. So they have uh, a dangerous forward group as well. The New York Rangers, there's some value with them, and I think people are kind of sleeping on them now because they made the big Patrick Kane deal, uh, you know, adding some pieces, but then they kind of started off a little slow. He's been a bit quiet uh, in his first couple of games uh, on Broadway. I think they're going to be a danger team once the playoffs start, so there might be some value to grab them right now, maybe to look at, you know, spots to win the Eastern Conference potentially. Yeah, Alex, when you look at the odds to win the Cup, it is very East top heavy and the only one in there are the avalanche they're seven to one to get back there and win the cup again other than colorado who i mean that west seems to be you know that you who, who who would you maybe like a double digit favorite who would you look for is it the kings is it is it dallas where where would you see value outside of colorado in the west yeah, the LA Kings are definitely a, a team that has really kind of risen on, in my rankings over the last couple of weeks. I love the move. I know it was tough mm. for the, the franchise and the fans mm-hmm. to see Jonathan Quick go. Of course, he went to Columbus and then gets flipped to Vegas. But uh, Jonas Corposal is, is a goaltender who I think has been a, a bit underrated. He's been you know buried on some bad Columbus Blue Jacket teams over the years. Now he gets to shine with a better defense in front of him. Uh, I, I like the veteran mix of veterans and youngsters on that L.A. team. And I think with how the Pacific Division is just so kind of log-jammed right now, you've got L.A., yeah. Seattle, Vegas, Edmonton, all within a few points of each other. It seems like every night one through four kind of rotates. Uh, in that division. So I think the Kings are, are as light as anyone uh, when you're looking from the West. Dang, I was actually just going to ask you about the Pacific Division. <laughs> We're on the same page. I mean, this is so interesting. We even had someone on our show a couple weeks ago make a case for the Flames in that division. Now they're like 200 to 1. They've dropped off. But who do you think could win this? Or is it just the Kings for you? I mean, the the West is just going to be a funnel of who who the East is going to eat in the final. That's the way I'm I'm looking at it. And I say that as someone who technically usually follows the Western Conference a little bit closer than the East. I follow all the teams, but but being a, a you know living in Minnesota, being a Chicago guy, the Western Conference is, is a I'm kind of a little bit biased to that side if if I have to say so. But the East has been dominant this mm-hmm. year. So really, whoever comes out of the West and and, it, and they're going to beat each other up in the postseason. Like I said, just that that logjam alone in the Pacific. But never mind what's going on in the Central. Like I said. With Colorado, always a live danger team once they get into the playoffs. But the fact that they have to deal with, you know, this Minnesota team that seems to be hanging around night after night, always forcing games in the overtime or a shootout. Uh, the Dallas Stars with Jake Ottinger, he's a guy who can steal you a game. He can even steal you a series potentially. So the, the West is kind of log jammed all the way up and down. But I really don't see any of those teams beating a Carolina or a Boston or a New Jersey if they meet in the final. Hey, Alex, turning to tonight's matchups uh, and staying in the West, you've got the Kings and the Avalanche in Denver tonight. Pretty pretty hot marquee matchup in that one. It's the Avalanche uh, minus one and a half on the goal line with a total of six. How do you approach this one tonight? You know, this is a, a bit of a close game, and the Kings and the Avs have always kind of played each other really tough. Even when you look at the years back, back when the Avs, you know, had a, a much stronger team, and you'd see them kind of maybe 
all of a sudden it's 2-2 or 3-3 late in the game. And this is the time of year where I, I bet a lot of these often, I bet these regulation draws because you have these teams who they know the importance of getting at least one point in the standings. You do not want to play a full 60-minute game and not get a point in the standings right now, especially when you're playing these upper echelon teams. So I'd be looking at the regulation draw here, plus 345. The Kings uh, have been one of the highest teams to, to go into overtime or a shootout this year. So that's I think that's some good value there for them to go past regulation tonight. Nice. This one's for Maple Leafs fans. Toronto hasn't won a playoff series since 2004. Is this the year that they can finally do something in the playoffs? I, I really do think this is the year, and, it, and I think it, it's predicated on the fact that they're more than likely going to be facing the Tampa Bay Lightning who, I mean, as, as wonderful of a dynasty run as they've been on three straight Prince of Wales trophies, two uh, you know, Stanley Cups in the last three years, they look tired. They look like they have completely run out of steam, and it's, and it's deeper than just physical. It's mental. When you saw how they got worked all over the weekend uh, on Sunday against uh, Carolina, that TNT national game, I mean, they were just lifeless. Four shots on goal in the first period, zero shots in the second period. That, that's unfathomable for really any team. But when you think of the talent that this Tampa team has with Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, Victor Hedman, to be held to just four shots in 40 minutes of play, it tells you that there's something wrong with Tampa Bay, but it also tells you there's something good about Carolina as well. Yeah, it seems like the window for Champa Bay is, is closing all the way around. All right, so as, as we're getting toward the hunt in the playoffs, what – what should we be looking for? What teams do you think maybe has the outside chance to, to make a run maybe that we're not, we're not expecting so much in each conference? You know, so looking at, at you know, the, the East, talk about the, the top uh, powers, but that's a fun race right now for those wild card spots. You've got Pittsburgh, the Islanders. Uh, you even got teams like the Ottawa Senators. Who, it's interesting because this is a team I liked on paper at the beginning of the year. I love the addition of Alex Dabrinkit, Claude Giroux, a veteran guy going back to closer toward his hometown. I thought this is the team that was going to be live throughout the year, but they started off a little slow. Cam Talbot started off on the injured list, and now they've bounced back, and it's really been thanks to some of the, the, the unsung heroes, guys like Mag Sogard and Kevin Mandelays, the, the, the backup goaltender that had kept them around and was playing well. Uh, we saw Forsberg playing well until he got hurt and knocked out for the year. So they have a decent tandem right now. And, you know, as an underdog, they're, they're live every night uh, on the betting board. But I think they could possibly sneak in with some of these other teams kind of beating each other up. The teams like Washington and Pittsburgh, I think they're a little bit older and kind of maybe playing themselves out of the string. Look for an Ottawa Senator to, to make some noise late, and they might be hanging around that race, could possibly make it into the postseason. Speaking of Washington, that's where I'm located, and the Caps host the Devils tonight. Any interest in this game or a best bet for this matchup? Wait, I didn't I – didn't, you cut out for a second. <laughs> I was just saying I'm in Washington, and the Caps are hosting the Devils. Any thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a decent price to lay with the Devils, uh, you know, on the road. I've seen anything between $1.36 to $1.40. You're not going to get that much value with uh, the Devils wherever they're playing right now. And the Cats, like I said, they've been a struggling team right now. I would maybe look toward uh, playing the Devils tonight. Man. Hey, Alex, I'm, I'm down in South Florida. And, you know, for as much as we're trying to be a hockey town, had the All-Star game here, had the Panthers. Panthers had such a remarkable year last year. 
uh, end up getting bounced by by their new rivals or, or their in-state rival, Tampa Bay. And it's not gone the same this year for them, uh, hanging in there as the wild card. Where's Florida? Do you, do you have any faith in them? How should we approach the Panthers? I, I really don't. I think Florida's kind of played themselves out of the string. And it's interesting. If you look at the change that happened, obviously the biggest thing was Andrew Burnett is gone as the coach. They bring in Paul Maurice. Paul Maurice, a, a wonderful coach, but his style of hockey did not fit with that lineup in Florida. Florida was a fire wagon, up and down hockey team, scored seven or eight goals in year every night last year, and that's what helped them win the President's Trophy. But it did not help them in the playoffs. They couldn't tighten down and play true playoff hockey. So they try to bring in Maurice, a guy who's – Overall structure is fit for playoff hockey, late season hockey. The thing is, they kind of forgot about what got them uh, all that success in the early part of the year, and they just have not been able to consistently string together offensively. Bobrovsky's been a bit shaky. Even even Spencer Knight, who I think is going to be a good goaltender in due time, he's been a a bit rough around the edges in some of his starts. So Florida, I think they're going to end up playing themselves out of of the string, and they're going to miss the postseason. So we're fading Florida. Alex, before we, like, fade Florida – Double F. <laughs> Some of uh, your favorite bets for tonight's slate. There is 11 games, pretty big slate. What are your best bets? So, yeah, we mentioned that uh, that Kings-Avs draw. That's something that I definitely really like and we'll be looking uh, to fire on. Also looking at the, the Dallas Stars. Uh, Buffalo Sabres. I like that over six and a half. Like I said, the Stars, they kind of live and die with Jake Ottinger. Uh, when he's on, on He's on. When he's off, he can be a little bit shaky, but they have the offensive horses, especially talk about trade de- deadline acquisition. Max Domi coming over from Chicago. I think that's a good fit with a lot of those guys like Pavelski uh, and Robinson. Buffalo, of course, Tage Thompson, just an electric star. I like goals in that game. So I look for star Sabres over six and a half. You can lay a dollar five or a dollar ten with that. Love it. Awesome. Alex B. Smith, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate the insight. He is the co-host of the Ice Guys. He's also with Pro Wagering, the Hammer HQ, and the Edge Work Show. Thank you so much for all your advice, and good luck on your bets tonight. All right, thanks, y'all. Have a great day. Uh, right you too. Before we wrap, man, I couldn't help but notice the headlines. Tiger Woods might be in a little trouble with his ex-girlfriend. Not a good look. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger needs to lay off the ladies for a little bit. Just you know, you know, just kind of, you know, maybe maybe he needs to be one with Tiger for a little bit. Yeah, he's being sued. J Rod's face is frozen while he's talking on the video stream, so it's kind of. I like that. Uh, that, that, pretty, other, that pretty much sums right. up my my thoughts sums on Tiger Woods, right? Everything, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I will mention the Jets look like they are. Diana Rossini from ESPN is reporting that they are their confidence is growing in their ability to land Aaron Rodgers. They did just make a trade, not for Aaron Rodgers, for safety from the Ravens. Uh, but their numbers, and this is not new, but like within the last couple of days with the Rodgers stuff, they've down 18 to one to win uh, the Super Bowl. Um, so there's been some movement there. Obviously, Dang. I wonder if, how much further that would drop if uh, if they land him. And then they are nine to one. They were at 25 AFC. to one for a while, right? Right. Yep. And they are the second favorite in the AFC East at plus 250. Hmm. Man, oh man! So this Rogers to New York's going to happen, huh? Wow. 
They seem to think so. The Jets. Wow. I don't know. It's, well, it's good Jets for us. Might not Mayhem. End up empty. Chaos is good. Yeah. Chaos is very good. And Jordan Love. I actually about am the here. Dolphins for the division now, right? <laughs> I mean, plus four twenty-five. Good number. Tell you what, those shootouts between Allen and Rodgers, those Jets-Bills games, look out. Over. It's going to be fun. Old man Rodgers headed to the AFC potentially. Can't wait for when that news is official. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Maybe we'll take a look at some AFC futures. Up next, for sure, we're going to get into lightning bets. I already have way more bets than I had planned. I'm looking forward to it. That's next. As BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM rolls on.